The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Brian Mazarowski, Susan Off today. We bring in National Weather Service meteorologist Tony Answeeney to help us kick off our morning. Tony, um, I got to start by saying yesterday, what a beautiful day. I did wear shorts. I thought it was probably the last time I would uh, be able to do it this year. And uh, when can you do that in mid-November? <laughs> yeah, yesterday was a great day uh, in the uh, in the 50s. Uh, right now we're starting the morning off in the uh, the low 60s. Uh, we'll see uh, low 60s continue for the better part of the morning. And then, uh, unfortunately, a uh, cold front comes through uh, this afternoon uh, and drops us down into the uh, 40s by the time we get to uh, late in the day. Okay, so uh, that cold front is here yesterday. I hope everyone was able to be outside and enjoy it. And even the weekend looking all that, uh, not that bad, but uh, a lot of attention now shifting to next week. And we uh, keep seeing some of these uh, meteorologists saying that we could be in for some snow and perhaps significant snow. What are you looking at right now? Yeah, it looks like we got an active uh, weather pattern that sets up for uh, next week, and certainly it'll have some implications on uh, holiday travel. Uh, storm system arrives uh, by Tuesday. Uh, this will be uh, starting as rain and some gusty winds, and then uh, much colder air arrives uh, behind it uh, by the time we get to Wednesday. Uh, we could be looking at the potential for accumulating uh, lake effect snow across the region starting at some point on Wednesday and uh, likely lasting through at least uh, Thanksgiving Day. Okay, so uh, significant snow right in the heavy travel time, too, uh, lasting up until Thanksgiving Day. I mean, is this going to be something that hampers us down? Are we going to maybe be switching plans or not too much? Well, I think uh, we're still about uh, five, six days out, uh, quite a bit of uncertainty uh, as far as the placement and timing of where the heaviest snow bands will be uh, setting up. But uh, I think the best thing for folks to do right now is uh, just to pay attention to uh, upcoming forecasts and be prepared for the possibility of heavy snow. Uh, Make uh, pre-holiday and uh, holiday travel plans accordingly and uh, even uh, be prepared to change those plans. I mean, it happens is right now we're talking about the one-year anniversary of Snowvember 2.0, right? So with the big snow that we got, especially uh, right in the city of Buffalo and just in the South Towns last year. Is this time of year, like, ripe for that kind of activity? Yeah, right now, uh, like, uh, temperatures are uh, right around uh, low 50, so this is pretty much the prime time for uh, lake effect snow in our area. Well, Tony, thank you for keeping us up to date. I'm sure we'll be in touch coming up in the next few days. Tony Answeeney, meteorologist over at the National Weather Service, talking about what we might expect next week. Good to keep in mind, especially with so many travel plans. We could see that significant snowfall. WBEN's Brayton Wilson brings us more on the efforts taken by utilities to harden the grid after last year's blizzard. During the Buffalo blizzard last year, Christmas weekend, National Grid experienced something at three of their substations in the city that has never happened in the 30 years. Western New York Regional Director Ken Kajawa has been with the company. That was when snow got into transformer bays, which are open air by design, but surrounded by brick walls and fencing. What ended up happening last year was snow started penetrating through the fencing because of the amount of snow and the duration of the wind that we saw. Those two in combination started 
blowing snow into the transformer bays. And when the snow became too much, our equipment sensed an abnormal condition and tripped itself offline, similar to what a breaker or a fuse in your house would do. While it was a first-time circumstance with snow causing the substations to essentially shut down, Kajawa and others at National Grid realized they needed to have a permanent solution in place to prevent it from happening again. That's why National Grid is installing new louver system fencing to better protect the transformer bays from the elements. A total of eight substations across the city are currently being worked on to replace the old fencing with the new louver system fencing. Once those substations are completed, all 43 operated by National Grid in the city of Buffalo will be protected with the new louver system. The project itself is costing National Grid a little over a million dollars, but Kujawa believes the money coming out of their operations and maintenance budget is very well spent. Looking at what we saw last year and after doing our after action review in terms of what should we be looking at going forward, we realize that we don't have the luxury of saying, well, it was a once in a generation storm and we don't have to worry about it again. If it happened once, chances are we're going to see it again. It may not be this year, but it may be two years or three years down the road. But if it comes, we have to be ready for it. More on the upgrades made by National Grid to substations across the city of Buffalo is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. All right, Brayton, thank you. It's 5.07 now on WBEN. Erie County District Attorney John Flynn reiterating yesterday that he will not be running for re-election next year, but he added a wrinkle to that, telling local media that he may step down before his term is up to return to private practice. Flynn has long advocated for term limits on elected officials. The announcement comes on the heels of Congressman Brian Higgins saying that he is leaving office in February of 2024 before he's up for re-election. Flynn said to join us live this morning at 7 o'clock. It's crunch time for New York and the Seneca Nation to reach a new gaming agreement. WBEN's Tom Puckett has more on one member of Congress raising concerns. There are 40 days to go before the casino compact between the Senecas and the state expires. Congressman Nick Langworthy is asking Governor Hochul for an update on talks. He says the casinos are big for the region. If those gaming licenses expire, uh, we we face the the potential that all of the casinos uh, would have to close. Uh, those, Those licenses uh, are very important. Langworthy says a thousand people get paychecks from working at the casinos. He says he also wants a deal done soon because there's one more hurdle after the deal is reached. It's going to take time for the uh, Interior Department to review this. Uh, they, they handle a lot of oversight of Native American affairs, uh, making sure that there's a, a fair and equitable arrangement based on other compacts that are going on across the country uh, with, with Native gaming. Uh, and uh, the, the Senecas deserve a fair shake here. The Senecas say negotiations have been ongoing for the past year. We have a link to Langworthy's letter to Governor Hochul in our story online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you for that. Well, it's quite a week for the Bills. They are getting ready to take on the Jets Sunday, 425. Lots of questions surrounding the team. Stephon Diggs' brother, who plays for the Dallas Cowboys, tweeted during Monday's game, quote, man, 14, got to get up out of there. He tweeted Tuesday morning, let's not forget, he didn't start going off until bro got there, referring to Josh Allen. Yesterday, Diggs distancing himself from his brother's tweets. I feel like I addressed it in training camp. I addressed it prior to that. But I really sat down with kind of everybody here around like training camp. It felt like I nipped it in the bud as to how I felt or what I was feeling. But here we are again. 
I'm saying here we are revisiting the topic about how I feel. I play with confidence. I go in with confidence. I prepare each and every week. I've always been a professional. I never really said anything about being unhappy or in the instance of that. So when you draw in conclusions as to stuff I've never said, that's what kind of troubles me because it kind of throws a wrench in it and it kind of creates chaos where I haven't created. All right. So Diggs saying, look, it's not me, not my words. Then there's the new offensive coordinator. Joe Brady taking the job Tuesday after Ken Dorsey's firing. Brady talked about Josh Allen. Give me Josh Allen all day, every day. When I look in his eyes before every game, there's not a worry in my mind. And I guarantee you that's the same mindset of everybody in this locker room. You know, I believe Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL. It excites me that I get an opportunity to call plays with him. Well, Bills kick off against the Jets Sunday, 425. It is, uh, I mean, might as well be a game save the rest of the season the exclusive wbn some weather forecast for the day today calls for a cloudy sky it will be breezy still on the mild side with showers developing by midday continuing into the afternoon becoming more of a soaking rain the high temperature in the upper 50s to near 60 degrees we'll find those showers exiting from west to east by later tonight and it will turn much colder. Overnight lows in the mid-30s with a mostly cloudy sky. A mixture of clouds and sun for Saturday. The high temperature near 40. With their exclusive WBN Sun Weather Forecast, I'm meteorologist Josh Nichols. Erie County District Attorney John Flynn joining us live now on the line. Flynn yesterday saying he will not be running for re-election next year. John, thanks for being on with us this morning. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I believe that's something you've said before. I have, Brian. I, uh, I, 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 when I uh, first ran back in uh, 2016, you know, I told the voters that, uh, you know, it was only my intention to do two terms. Uh, I, you know, I, I personally believe in term limits. Uh, I'd quite frankly be hypocritical um, if I decided to change my mind now because, you know, back in 2005 when I was on the town board in Tonawanda, you know, we instituted term limits in Tonawanda and we reduced the size of the town board. You know, we, we were, quite frankly, the leaders in that doing that 20 years ago. And so, you know, I believe, quite frankly, not being a hypocrite. Um, and uh, I've said all along that I'm going to uh, stick to my um, my principles. And uh, I, I believe, like I said, in term limits and I'm going to term limit myself out. You added a new wrinkle to that, though, uh, saying that you might step down before your term is up. Can you explain that and maybe some of the thinking if we should expect this? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, if a, you know, a business opportunity arises, um, you know, I'm going to do what's best for my family. So, you know, at, at this stage, you know, I am talking to various people in the public sector, or sorry, the private sector, uh, and I am, uh, you know, exploring opportunities. And, you know, like I said, if one arises, um, you know, that I'm going to I'm, I'm going to take advantage of that. And, you know, I very well may leave before my term is up. If that were to happen, uh, Michael Keene, would he take over automatically? How exactly does that work? Yes. Yeah, so but the way it works is that the the deputy district attorney um, would take over as the acting district attorney. Um, and that would either be throughout the year um, until the election occurs in November, and then the, the, per, the winner takes over on January 1st, or the governor could always make an appointment as well. Uh, if you recall, that happened back in 2016 when I ran. Uh, then DA Frank Sedita, he, he left early. He, he left early um, to become a judge. 
um, and the acting DA uh, or the, the, the deputy DA, Mike Flaherty, he became the actual acting DA uh, for that year in 2016. And then, you know, I, I ran against Mr. Flaherty uh, and, and, and was successful. Um, but so the same thing, the same thing happened back in 2016. Um, and again, it, it may or may not happen next year. You know, it, it all depends on, uh, on how things, uh, you know, shake out for me. So nothing, you know, all depends on how things shake out. Nothing, you know, set in stone. We shouldn't be expecting an announcement next week or something. No, no. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Congressman Higgins last week announced that he was resigning. And, uh, you know, he gave a date in, you know, uh, the first week of February. Um, he obviously is a little further along in his negotiations than I am. Uh, I, I'm not that far along yet. And so, uh, you know, when I get to that point, you know, I, I just want to be transparent, obviously. And, you know, when I get to that point, obviously, I will uh, I will let you know. <laughs> now, you mentioned uh, Congressman Higgins' announcements. He's leaving office in February of next year and made that official earlier this week. Uh, it's led a lot of people to think, okay, uh, he announced this. Now we're hearing about uh, you not running for re-election. Are you interested in a run for Congress or in another public office? No. Um, you know, Congressman Higgins, uh, who's a dear friend of mine, you know, obviously left because, you know, there's, quite frankly, chaos in, in, in Washington. And, you know, quite frankly, I, I have no interest in um, going anywhere that's chaotic and, quite frankly, not functional. Um, so, that that doesn't interest me at all. Um, you know, as, as far as far as continuing on in in, in, the, in the public uh, sector, you know, Brian, I, you know, I, I've served you know 28 years in the Navy, uh, active duty and reserve. Um, I've you know, I, I bet this is my 22nd year, um, you know, here in my community with my time in the town of Tonawanda, and you know, uh, you know, previously with the DA's DA's office, and you know, now as a district attorney. So you know, <clears throat> you know, if, if you if you look about it, if you look at look at that in terms of uh, uh, you know sentencing terms, you know that's fifty years of concurrent time, you know. So I, I've done uh, I, I've done you know a lot of public service, obviously, and you know, and at this point in my life, I'm you know looking forward to you know kind of going out in the in the private sector and uh, and exploring something new. Well, we wish you the best in whatever happens next, and I'm sure you'll keep us uh, tuned in to it. Uh, John, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Erie County District Attorney John Flynn, live on WBEN. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.